India news, US news, world news, movie reviews, and local community roundup every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo American News Radio. This is the best time to sell your car. Used cars are in a shortage. Sell your car now and Shabana will give you 500 more. Yes, get a quote from any certified franchise dealer and get $500 more on the spot at Shabana Motors. 500 more? Get a quote from CarMax or any franchise dealer and then call Hanzi at Shabana and get 500 more. Shabana Motors, any car, any brand, any year. 59 in Bissonette, 713 पापा चाय वो एक्सीडेंट का क्या हुआ बेटा अटॉर्नी डॉक्टर अरशद राम जी संभाल रहे हैं ना हमारा मलिक साहब का केस भी उन्होंने ही लड़ा था कार रिपेयर मेडिकल बिल्स कार रेंटल और अच्छे खासे डैमेजेस के पैसे भी मिले थे उनको जब तक सेटलमेंट नहीं होता तब तक वो फीस भी नहीं मांगते पापा और चाय दूं राम जी लॉ ग्रुप द कार एक्सीडेंट इंजरी लॉयर्स याद रखिए 7138888888 और विजिट ramjilaw.com ramjil law group and attorney arshad ram ji aapke vakeel hardam aapke sath Masala Radio presents Deities and Demons Houston Diwali Fest Featuring the goddess of dance Manpreet Thor Demon of the dance floor DJ Amsal Heartthrob Arjun Dholi Anuradha from Austin DJ Sajan from Chicago Cultural and Bollywood performances And Broadway style finale Bazaar Fashion show Henna Aerial dancers And fireworks Dress up in your funky fusion ethnic wear You can be a DT or a demon. Experience the coolest Diwali celebration. Tickets starting from $10. Available on Eventbrite and HoustonDiwali.com If you think you're keeping up with the news, tell us what you know. Get on the Indo-American News Radio Quiz Show. I think I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio. In the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today. News at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 90. 8.7 FM every Saturday 3 to 6 PM with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Hello, everybody. This is Indo-American News Radio. And if you've been listening to the last hour with Jyoti, you know that we've got the bewitching hour on us. <laughs> we, yes. We have the goblins Hello. and the goons all over the place already. And it's played havoc with our uh, with our technical skills, <laughs> which are limited as it is, you know. Yes, <laughs> and one in the form of Jawahar Malhotra, who's uh, also dressed like one today. Uh, look who's ah, look who's talking. Did look y'all who's, miss me? Look who's talking. Y'all missed me. The palm, the palm, the palm, the palm tree. It. 
the palm tree. <laughs> hello, 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 everyone out there in Radio Land. Halloween coming up, and the system is also playing tricks on us. Demons. It wants a treat. Jawahar, you're not treating it well. That's it's, why it's, it's the demons acting and deep. up. Well, it's a demon. Pramod, what is going Jawar's, on, Pramod? No, in defense of Jawahar, he was not even here. <laughs> oh, but he did it last week, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Just you wait, I'm Sanchali. Not going to leave Sanchali is ha- so happy to be here. She's so excited. I'm always excited. To She's be exciting. Here. <laughs> uh, but anyway, the demons and, and deities that we're talking about, they must be all coming out right now. What the heck happened with the show? Well, no, for, it started with Sridhar. Uh, he couldn't record his show either. And then uh, we're getting commands like. Uh, storage is full and so forth but now it seems to be working so wow so it is the operator that's what i gather operator interface operator, operator interface. error <laughs> well but that's all right as long as we're in good shape now welcome back folks we are here with another edition of indo-american news radio and indo-american news radio is just as excited about the fact that we have sanjali with us yes. sanjali we've mentioned your name two weeks in Too a row many times. Two weeks in a row. I know, but, y'all uh, missed me. Y'all will miss me even more when I'm gone. Whoa, 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 <laughs> how long will Hold you uh, be here? That's what I... <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> no, like, you're here today. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say, week? but Jawahar stopped me. So because he was saying something. That's what he was asking. I can I can read Pramod's mind. Oh, my God. So, oh. yes, folks, I'm going to India. So, I'll be gone for four week, four weekends. Uh-huh. So don't let everyone know. So I'll be coming back after Thanksgiving. Yay. Yeah, so we know where you live. <laughs> Aha, you're going to rob me. There's nothing to steal. <laughs> Bare basic minimum. <laughs> well, folks, today we are going to be celebrating the last day of summer. Apparently, it's going to get really cold starting tomorrow. Yes. So looking evening. forward to it. And just in time for uh, the day that Sanchali leaves, it'll be 37 degrees. That's so wonderful. <laughs> See, I Sanch- love the cold weather. I'm sad that I'm going away when it's You're taking cold. the heat with us. Yeah, but I'll be going, you know. No, but the following week it will be back at 80 degrees. Uh, oh. Mm, yeah, I won't miss that. So it's just sure. a short cold spell. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, a well, teaser, a teaser, Jawahar. Yeah. Well, this show today is going to be full of... of Big uh, wigs. Of politics. Political. It's going to be a political Activity. show. Yeah. We have uh, Tony Busby with us. Mm-hmm. And we have... One of the candidates for... Uh, District G. Right. And, and he was also the, the 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 lawyer for Kent Paxton. Yes. And he's, he's a very high-powered lawyer. So we're very pleased to have him with us. He'll be calling in. And then we'll have Sheila Jackson Lee calling in. Correct. And she yeah. was with us last week for about a few minutes, 10 minutes. But she's, she's going to be with us for a full 30 minutes. And we're going to talk to her about everything that's been going on so far. The election is just around the corner. And sh- uh, Sheila Jackson Lee had a big rally yesterday. And uh, guess who was at the rally? Uh, uh, Hillary Clinton yes and Lena Hidalgo wow both, so is uh, Lena Hidalgo out of her leave yes, for yes. she's been working for the last two weeks <laughs> Sanchali has not been working for the last two weeks doesn't know that <laughs> so Lena's been back so no. she is back okay but uh, we will also have George Willey one of our favorites with us he's going to be talking about the EB1A program yes and um, 
And by the way, the elections are only nine days away. Early voting has already started. Started, yeah. yes. And November the 7th, I believe. Yeah, 7th is the election. The it's election. Tuesday. Tuesday. And there's a whole bunch of things on the ballot this time. I mean, it's a pretty long ballot. Lots of propositions. They're, yes. I'm pr they're proposing us all over the place. There are 14 <laughs> state propositions. Proposing <laughs> us all over the place. <laughs> and then there are also uh, different uh, propositions for each county. Fort Bend has its own, and right. Harris County has its own. Galveston has its own, and so on. And ISDs, KDISD, et cetera, et cetera. Plus, Harris County has a proposition, eight, for $250 billion. Who mm -hmm. oh, is it? No, I'm sorry. Million dollars. $250 million. Million. For one, one or the other. It's, uh, that's a lot of difference, though. It's to redo LBJ Hospital and build a brand new hospital right across the street from it. Oh, okay. Well, it's a total, I think it's a total and utter waste of money, and I'm not going to vote for it. Why do you think so? Why do you say so? Because they never fixed LBJ Hospital to begin with, the, the way it was well, designed and built. Typically, you know, most propositions do pass. I know, but unfortunately, they keep on building these buildings, which they don't really use very well. Um, and uh, let's see, we have actually... 14 propositions. You want me to run down this or shall no, we do the, it's time the for line up? The line up. The right, line up. The line up. Before Jawar bores you to death. So here's what? the line up for today. Go back, you. <laughs> <laughs> you missed all of this, Jawar. Admit it. Okay. You'll be, you'll be calling in from Kolkata. <laughs> right. And bugging you. <laughs> okay. So today, folks, is. Um, uh, as you just heard on, at 3 p.m., it was the IAN Unplugged session of Classically Yours with Jyoti, and she played some melodious Hindi film songs based on different ragas. And now we are here with the main show of uh, main part of our program. And today is October 28th, uh, 2023, and our program is here every Saturday, the main program from 4 to 6 p.m. CST. So you listen to us either on Indo-American News Radio, www.indoamerican-news.com. And our radio program is a production of the Indo-American News newspaper. We are on 98.7 FM, and you can also listen to us on the Masala Radio app, www.masalaradio.com. By Monday, you can hear the recorded show on podcast, which is uploaded on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Breaker. We have four years of podcasts and have had over 7,800 hits. Wow. I'm just waiting for 10,000. Any day, any time soon. Okay, support the show, please. To receive new podcasts, select follow on our Spotify and give us a five-star rating. That will get us higher ad clicks. In nine more days, Houstonians and residents of surrounding cities will elect leaders for municipal positions as well as vote on 14 state propositions and several local and school district propositions. In Houston City Council District G, there are two candidates seeking to unseat Mary Nan Huffman, who is seeking re-election. Among the challengers is Tony Busby, a high-powered attorney who has become widely known for winning high-profile cases like the recent one against Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton. Tony ran for Houston mayor in 2019 but lost to Sylvester Turner. He will be joining us today at 4.20 p.m. to explain why he is seeking the District G position and what he hopes to accomplish. Also at stake is the position for mayor of the area's largest city, Houston. 
A crowded field of 17 candidates are running for this position, and among the forerunners are two well-known names, both Democrats, who have served the Bayou City well for nearly three decades. We will be joined at 4.50 uh, p.m. today by incumbent U.S. Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee, who announced her candidacy in March, and if she wins, will return to the halls of Houston City Council where she started her political career in 1989. She is well admired for her love for the city and her progressive voting record and as a, a champion of civil rights. She will call in to explain why she's the better candidate for Houston mayor. At 5.20 p.m., we are joined by our monthly um, guest, uh, well-known attorney George Willie, who deals with um, different immigration issues, and he will be talking about the EB-1A visa, which is an immigrant classification that qualifies for a green card for the applicant, their spouse, and children. The applicant must be able to demonstrate extraordinary ability in the sciences, arts, education, business, or athletics. George will explain further what this entails. To be featured on our show or to advertise, please contact us at 713-789-6397 or at indoamericannews at yahoo.com. Please pick up the print edition of Indo-American News, which is available all across town at grocery stores. Also visit our website, indoamerican-news.com, which gets 70,000 plus hits to track all current stories. And please do remember to visit, visit our digital archives from over 15 years. Plus, our entire 42 years of hard copy archives are available in the Fondren Library at Rice University. And here's Pramod with his hopefully exciting news roundup. Thank you, Sanchali. <laughs> Live from Indo-American News Radio, this is Pramod Kulkarni with the latest news from Houston, the United States, India, that is Bharat, and around the world. At the top of the news this afternoon is the exodus of professionals from India. One of the immigrants from Punjab to Canada told Times of India recently, on the street where I used to live, there were 13 houses of which seven families migrated either partially or on a permanent basis. There's also a mass exodus of nurses, many of whom are working in the United Kingdom. According to an OECD report, Indians formed the largest national group acquiring citizenship in the rich countries of North America and Western Europe. There are, of course, a large number of migrant laborers in the Middle East. With the tremendous growth of the Indian diaspora, the Indian government's responsibilities to the NRIs has also increased. Two years ago, the Indian government had to organize the airlift of Indians from Ukraine a large number of Indians have also been extracted from Israel since the start of the Israeli-Hamas conflict earlier this month. The latest episode of this type concerns eight retired Indian naval personnel who have been given a death sentence by Qatar on espionage charges. Negotiations are underway through the External Affairs Ministry to secure their release. Meanwhile, the conflict between Israel and Hamas in the Gaza Strip is ramping up. Israeli Defense Ministry said its forces entered Gaza overnight and expanded ground operations with infantry, tanks, and artillery. Palestinians in Gaza are facing a total internet blackout 
and barely a trickle of United Nations trucks carrying vital medicines, food, and supplies that have entered Gaza from the Rafah entry point from Egypt. One posit positive point of note was an announcement from Elon Musk that he would start providing Starlink satellite communication equipment to the UN relief agencies working in Gaza. Israel also appears to have opened another war front along its northern border to battle Hezbollah militants in Lebanon. The U.S. Air Force is also carrying out airstrikes against militant bases in Syria that have ties to Iran. UK's defense ministry says the Russian offensive around the town of Avdivka has resulted in massive number of casualties in Ukraine. Many of Russia's soldiers are convicts, and any soldier who, who are abandoning the battlefront are being shot. In Washington, D.C., the MAGA Republicans have scored a victory by electing one of their own, Mike Johnson of Louisiana, as their, the new Speaker of the House of Representatives. Johnson rose from relative obscurity and, in an interview with Sean Hannity, says his worldview is rooted in the Bible, and as he has spent most of his political career in opposition to gay rights and abortion rights. He also said he would change house rules to make it harder for, for representatives to remove him as the speaker. In sports news, cricket fans were treated to a dramatic match between New Zealand and Australia. The Kiwis had to chase a record Australian total of 388 runs and needed only a sixer on the last ball to secure a victory. However, Australia won, and in the second match, Netherlands scored 229 runs and got the Bangladesh team uh, out for only 142. So that's a great achievement as well. Tonight, India will be playing England. The return to the World Series was so close and yet so far for the Houston Astros. The Strolls could not win even one game out of the two at home against the Texas Rangers. The Strolls' beloved coach, Dusty Baker, has retired, and the Rangers won their first game in the World Series against the Arizona D-backs last night. Many Strolls fans says, say that it is still too painful to root for the Rangers in the World Series. Finally this afternoon, a restaurant in Georgia has added a $50 surcharge to a family's food bill for being too loud and for adults being unable to parent their small children who were seen running around in the restaurant and outside. There were four families with 11 children at the table. That's all the news for this afternoon. More views, discussions, and music as we continue with the Indo-American News talk show. You know that in India, that's 11 or 12 kids running around is a normal thing. Correct. So how much was the but penalty? $50? Yeah. Oh. So here we go, you know, with $50, then the tape on top. Boy, that's an expensive meal. That's true. And where was this again? Georgia. Oh, they might start it in other states too? Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, we are almost time for our commercial break. So folks, we will be right back after the commercial break. Please stay tuned. Our first guest is going to be Attorney Tony Busby. Let's hope he calls in because he hasn't called in yet. So I am going to have to call him. Let's hope that all goes on as planned. We'll be right back. 
crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, listeners. Uh, thank you for joining us again today. And uh, while we're waiting for Tony Busby to join us uh, uh, for the interview, uh, I wanted to ask Sanchadi, uh, how were the Durga Puja celebrations uh, it was in amazing, Houston? Amazing, amazing. So I went to two Durga Puja celebrations. Uh, okay. The week before last uh, was at the Vedanta Society of Greater Houston. Uh-huh. Usually at Vedanta Society, we have a half a day puja and it's usually held in the morning. Okay. But because it was a day of the solar eclipse, so uh-huh. they had to push it to the afternoon. I see. And it was very well done. We have now a new resident Swami who has come from Belurmat, uh, Kolkata. So he was also there uh, along with our uh, regular priest who comes from Toronto every year, mm-hmm. uh, Swami Kripamayananda Ji Maharaj, who comes and does the Durga Puja every year. Okay. So it was very uh, well attended and, you know, very festive. The weather was awesome. So we really enjoyed. And of course, the biggest one in town is the Durga Bari Durga Puja celebration. Correct. So it was over three days. It started on Friday evening. Then Saturday morning, Saturday evening, Sunday twice, and then Monday we had our Vijaya Dashmi celebration. You know, big part of Vijaya Dashmi celebration is the Sindur Khela. So okay. all married women, they, uh, you know, apply Sindur to each other and, uh, you know, feed each other sweets. So, so how many people came? What I heard, uh, Friday evening, there were 2,000 people who My ate. My God. So I think Saturday af- Saturday noon must have been at least 5,000 is what wow. I think. This is at the Durga Bari itself. Durga Bari, yes. And I think you had to have parking somewhere else. And yes, yes, shuttles. yes. So usually, yeah, they have the regular parking which is offered for, you know, So did they have the, baz- the and bazaar? And then there is a bus. Yeah, yeah, the bazaar is part of every uh, Durga Puja celebration any festivity at Durgabari they have a bazaar so mm-hmm. uh, it started actually with Mahalaya which was two weekends prior mm-hmm. so Mahalaya is 10 days before Durga Puja when the Devi is it's the invocation of the oh, goddess okay. where she comes on a different Vahan every year sure. and uh, that day also there is a food festival and a bazaar so and then we do perform the Mahisha Surmardani in the temple which is a program, uh, a song program, which is actually played over um, the radio every Mahalaya at 4.35 in the morning. And I oh. remember my father used to wake me up when we when we even used to live in Bombay. He used to wake me up at 4.35 in the morning to listen to it. Um. And here, actually, Chamal Bhattacharya, he played it on Radio Damang at 5 o'clock in the morning. Oh, so okay. uh. Yeah, yeah. So... So we had that, and then, yeah, you know, Durga Puja is Durga Puja, our Bengali's biggest festival, so it's like... But, so, you say 5,000 people showed up? Maybe. maybe, I'm not sure, I'm just guessing. If Friday evening was 2,000, Saturday is Ashtami, M- that is the day bigger. when m- maximum people come, Saturday afternoon. They offer the Pushpanjali, and then there's Arti, and then there's Bhog, lunch, and... So the food was awesome. Every meal was almost, uh, you know, uh, most of the food was um, prepared in the Durgabadi kitchen, which was recently renovated. Mm -hmm. And the food was just awesome. They just had like one or two meals catered. 
and um, the entertainment programs were also very well done. We had some invited artists all the way from India, and we had Saregamapa winner um, Kushal, and then we had Saregamapa Bengal winner. Mm-hmm. So there were quite some artists, and then our local program was also very uh-huh. well done. So. Well, yeah. kudos to everyone who organizes. And organizers. guess what? There are three more pujas in town. <laughs> Total of six pujas this year. Oh, There's okay. one this weekend in Pearland. Uh-huh. Then there is another one um, at uh, while the Durga Bari celebration was going on, there's another puja going on at India House, which is the S uh, Shiv Durga Kali Krishna Mandi. So mm-hmm. S-D-K-K-M. Right. They had their Durga Puja uh-huh. at India House. Then there is another Durga Puja celebration next weekend at India House, which is being performed by the Bangladeshi Hindus. Oh, okay. So Bangladeshi. Hindus. What happened to the people in spring in woodlands? There, there is another one which is held at this temple in uh, Rosenberg, or so okay. there are several, yeah, Quite options. Yeah, you can pick and choose. Yeah, right. Well, okay, so we're still waiting on Tony Busby to join us, but in the meanwhile, on the subject of, of politics... Yeah, why don't you uh, <coughs> recite all the propositions? Right, I was just going to talk about that. So the propositions, there are 14 pro- state propositions uh, that are uh, on the ballot this, uh, this, uh, this, term, this time around, and early voting, as we know, has already started. So right. Proposition 1 deals with the constitutional amendment protecting the right to engage in farming, ranching, timber production, horticulture, and wildlife management. Basically, this is a proposition to, so that uh, people who, are, who feel their livelihoods are threatened by encroachment from other municipalities will no longer feel that way, so they'll continue to be able to do what they're doing. Okay. But, but it also actually creates a problem with eminent domain, for example, if the train, the high-speed train yes, is going through. Yes, I was going to say the same so, thing. So, so if it's going to run through your property, you can mm-hmm. say that no. Right, so this is a giveaway to the farmers, and I, do, I don't think we should vote for this. I mean, farmers should be farming, uh, and if some of this has to happen, it has to happen. So I, I, I'm against this proposition. Proposition 2 t- d- deals with giving uh, a- uh, property tax um, exemption for 50% of the value for childcare facilities, which is a good deal. Yeah. Because, you know, childcare facilities don't make a lot of money and they need all the help they can get in order to continue. So sure. I think that's a good thing. Proposition three is uh, individual wealth tax. So basically, if uh, it is uh, the difference between the, the assets and liabili- liabilities of an individual or family. So then whatever wealth is left over, there wouldn't be a wealth tax on that. Oh, okay. So, so that's not a bad thing for at least uh, some families, but there are some families who are very wealthy who make a lot of money on this. So uh, uh, Proposition 4 is the property tax exemption, which is uh, 40000 to 100000 to adjust uh, 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 the ad valorem taxation by a school district on your, on your property, on your residence. So you get forty dollars to $800,000 adjustment. And I that's think what they were talking about in the legislature, right? Right, right. And and this is one that we should all vote for. Vote for, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Proposition 5 is the constitutional amendment relating to Texas University Fund, which provides funding to certain institutions of higher education to achieve national prominence as major research in universities. University of Houston is going to benefit from yeah. this. Yeah. So, yes. And we should uh, definitely vote for this. Proposition 6 is uh, creating the Texas Water Fund to assist in financing water projects, which is about time. 
And so they're going to be able to, to squirrel away about $1 billion as down payment on, on, the, on this fund. So that's a good deal. Then there's proposition number seven, seven mm -hmm. which I is a, d a big giveaway to the uh, electric generating facilities. Basically, they want to put aside uh, a certain amount of money, something like uh, $5 billion, and give it at 3% interest loan to to companies to build gas refueled power plants on the state's main electrical grid. But why, why would anyone want to do that if they, if they, you can get interest rates very low these days anyway. So th you would only build these plants if you had a, um, you saw that there was some benefit to it. I, I think this is a, a giveaway to the, to the, uh, the oil and gas oil industry. Oil, yes, exactly. And I, I, we should vote against that. Proposition eight is to expand high speed broadband access to outlying areas which don't have it and this is a, actually a good thing to connect Definitely. connect all of texas they the governor was sleeping at the wheel uh, when he in his last term and he did not go ahead and fund this before so now we have to fund this for 1.5 billion dollars shame on mr abbott for not doing that so that's one then proposition nine is authorizing a cost of living adjustment to certain annuities for the teacher retirement system, which is a good thing. Yeah. You know, teachers need a, a, a cost of living adjustment, just like we all need a cost of living adjustment if you're getting Social Security, which is supposed to happen next year. Uh, next year. Proposition 10, I'm dead set against on. It's, it's to give uh, tax, uh, 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 in what you call it, uh, exemption to manufacturers of medical or biomedical products to protect the Texas healthcare s network. This is this is really baloney. Basically, the uh, you would end up paying more over ten years in order to help fund this than it would take for them to to get the exemption. So I would not I would not vote for this at all. Proposition eleven is to allow El Paso County to issue bonds supported by taxes to fund their development. So yes, El Paso County, you should join the eleven other counties that have this kind of authority to do it, and and do it for yourself. Proposition 12 is to um, to abolish the office of county treasurer in Galveston County. Now, why would you do that? I mean, what office? It's a Republican thing, <laughs> right? You, you know, abolish the office of county treasurer in treasurer. Galveston County. I mean, why? If, yeah, why would you do that? I mean, you need a treasurer, so you know, why you, you you if you don't have one, you'd have to go and hire one or somebody like that. So why? I think the current treasurer is Hank Duji. He is eliminating. On eliminating the position, he said the office is redundant and a waste of more than a half a million dollars each year. Half a million dollars is a drop in the bucket in the Texas state legislature. That's Pro true. Proposition 13 is, and I, I don't like this proposition either, is to increase the mandatory age of retirement for state justices and judges. Okay. So, okay, so well, I have a little story that I couldn't include in the news. And what it's, it's about is uh, the, it's the rat race. Chicago continues its first place run in the rat race. They need a pipe piper. <laughs> <laughs> Topping Orkin's top 50 rattiest cities list for the <laughs> ninth year in a row. Uh, Los Angeles moved up to the number two ranking, while New York rounds out the top three spots. Jumping 10 spots this year is Houston oh, no. to number 20. And Greensboro, North Carolina moves up 17 spots to take the number 50 spot. 
Oh my goodness. That's awful. Are we Usually becoming a you would think like in cold places like Chicago, you wouldn't see that many, right? Right. Maybe they come out in the summer. Summer. Oh my God. That's quite, uh, yeah. You know, uh, we don't want uh, another round of plague. of rats. Yeah. yeah. I guess uh, the dirtier the city, the more the rats. I it's don't know. It's possible. Yeah. I think that's... And some of the older cities, like yes. New York and Chicago, right, right, right. their infrastructure and the sewers. And the more, uh, bec because it's so cold older. most of the year, it's moist and damp and yeah, yeah it probably so promotes. So that could be a problem. Yeah, yeah. But so uh, it didn't seem to be a problem in the last uh, few decades. But hmm. I guess it's... And even Risen bed bugs. Uh, have you seen the rise of bed bugs? We never. Yeah. I mean, in the U.S., we never in, uh, thought Paris. that. Yeah, yeah. It, it would be an issue, but we hear more and more and more about all exactly. these different uh, insects so and bugs. It's harder and, and harder to stay clean. <laughs> right, and there are uh, these different insects also besides bed bugs. Yeah. Where the you know, I'm mounts. also listening, uh, watching rather a show on Netflix called The Human Body. Yes, that is a, a, a road show, you know. Is Did it? you see that? Yeah, they take it to all the museums. I've seen, I see. I've seen it in two cities so oh, far. Okay. So they have all the organs of the human body, mm -hmm. which they preserve and somehow, you know. Uh, I, I didn't uh, see that part, but the first uh, episode was about your gut. Okay. And, uh, you know, uh, gut has so many bacteria. Correct. And most of them are very beneficial. Correct. And so they that's were why they about take that. probiotics. You know, that's exactly what it does. Yeah. It helps the gut, well, you well know, no, digest. Well, I'm sorry, I was on the phone trying to get through to Tony Busby. But yes. What are we talking about guts here? No, yeah, no we were first talking about rats, oh. uh, infestation of rats. Then we, he's talking about a show he's watching on Netflix called The Human Body. Uh, so and I was it talking about the uh, the gut first. Gut. You know, all the bacteria that are in your body. Yes. Helping yes. us digest. Yes, that's why we call some people the dirty rats. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was I was at the last two propositions uh, when this happened. Thirteen. So, so are we not going to have uh, Mr. Busby? Well, we're still trying to find him. He's missing in action. So where was he going to call well, from? He has only five minutes left. No, no, he's he's. Where he's was got he going to call from? Oh, okay. Uh, I'm well. Uh, he may Wherever be at a rally, for all we know. You know, he must yes. be with some people because it, it's a very very busy period. Mm -hmm. Okay, Proposition 13. Now, this is interesting. It's a con it's an amendment to increase the mandatory age of retirement for state justices and judges from 75, uh, from 70 to 75. And at this point, they would they would, uh, uh, if voters decided to do that, it would be all the way to 79. Whoa! I think this is not real. Against. Against. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, people are uh, they're fine. They should be uh, able to retire when they're uh, good and sane, and not. <laughs> Not make these strange decisions and not yeah. be out of touch with, with technology and the times. So I would not do this. I would not vote for that. And uh, Proposition 14 is providing for the creation of the Parks Conservation Fund to be used for creation and improvement of state parks. About time. We need to do that. They've been well underfunded for a long, long time. And the state parks system celebrates its 100th anniversary this year. So... Um, if you're following along with me, do not vote for Proposition 13, Proposition 12, Proposition 10, Proposition 7, and yes, and Proposition 1, which is for the 
protecting their right to engage in farming. So those are my, that's my scorecard. And as far as the Proposition A goes for Harris County, which is to put in 250 million bucks in order to build a new hospital right across LBJ on the east side of town, I would not do it. I would go ahead and put the money in to, to repair LBJ and use it wisely. So yeah, LBJ uh, is still open, hand, right? LBJ is still open? I think so. Okay. And uh, Proposition A for Fort Bend County yeah. is uh, related to mobility, mm -hmm. and that might be a very good one to for people in Fort Bend County to vote for. What is the mobility? Uh, uh, building roads, uh, infrastructure. Okay. And I think uh, um, Fort Bend County Judge K.P. George uh, talked to Sunil yesterday on the show oh, okay. about this proposition. Okay, okay. And anything else going on in Fort Bend uh, County besides us? Uh, no, Students I think in it's, uh, Harris it's County are protesting. As badly as ever. Yeah. Not badly, but yeah. I yeah, guess yeah. it's a good thing. Uh, yeah, badly in a good way. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Fort uh, Houston um, ISD students are protesting because they don't have any counselors with the takeover, you know. And, uh, you know, the. You have to speak. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> so <laughs> you know, it's been taken over by the Texas. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. HISD. So, HISD. Right, right. HISD. I'm talking about HISD. And since then, the students have no counselors. They have nothing. They are not being able to fill out their college applications. So they're and out many teachers protesting and principal, uh, Teachers have left, and many of the principals have, have been left. shifted it's from one dire uh, their school to a different school. Yes. So I think his. Uh, I think his name is Mike Miles or something. Uh -huh. And he's really trying to shake up the school district. And it might take a, a few years before the shock goes away and then the kids start performing decently. Yeah, it's quite in a bad shape right now. Yeah. Good. So I don't think we will get to talk about sports later. So, so we've you why don't we match? talk about it right now? now. Yeah. yeah. And movies. Uh, yeah. There are about two minutes left. Okay. But uh, did, did you, you watch, watch the, the match? Oh, yeah, oh it's my amazing. God. <laughs> it was quite nail biting. Yeah, and New Zealand also. I really wanted New Zealand to win. <laughs> yeah, so did I. And all they had to do was, was score a six, six on the last, on the last ball. ball. But, you know, they were bowlers. So yeah, it, it's yeah. a difficult so, uh, But, you know, these days, because of the IPL, even the bowlers are able to exactly. score sixes. Yeah. So uh, it's too bad. But good for Australia. They finally showed their metal. Right. And what do you think will happen tonight with uh, India playing uh, uh, yeah. England? England is not performing well at all. So I but don't expect... But, you know, they might just it's have... It's possible, kit. but, you know, they'll still be in the top four. India will still be in the top yeah, four. Yeah, that's true. So. Well, uh, Sanchali and Pramod, we've got a minute to go before we go to our first commercial break. Yeah. Uh, or our second commercial break, actually. And hopefully we'll hear back from uh, from uh, Tony Busby. His office just called again. Okay. And he's uh, at a rally somewhere because he, he and they can't reach him because usually rallies are very noisy. Loud. You might yeah, not yeah. be able to hear your phone. Yeah. You can't hardly hear the beep 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 for your text. Sure. So he he's more than likely just caught up in the mo the 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 spirit of the hour, and right. not not being able to call. You know mm -hmm. how it is. Some yes. people get. But uh, but we are um, well, we, we have to go to a commercial break. So folks, stay tuned. Doesn't call in. We will be right back after the commercial break.
you are absolutely correct, Sanchali. Uh, how sweet that is. We will be back, folks. And the sparkling Maharaja diamond. Shine this festive season of joy and victory. This Diwali, Aziz and Sumaya Malik wish you lots of happiness and prosperity. Happy Diwali. 5821 Hillcroft 713-784-5673 Maharaja bringing diamonds to life Listen to my hands Look at my fingers How did I die? I can't die Let the love shine forever Diamond engagement rings by Maharaja Jewelers. 5821 Hillcroft, 713-784-5673. Maharaja, bringing diamonds to life. लगता है जैसे कल ही तो हमारी शादी हुई थी फिर छोटी सी आन्या आ गई अब देखो हमारी बेटी स्कूल जाने लगी है सोचती हो जिंदगी को कहूँ जरा धीरे चल जिंदगी धीरे चले ना चले लेकिन जिंदगी में महाराजा के हीरे बहुत चलेंगे जिंदगी और महाराजा के हीरे दोनों ही बहुत कीमती सेलिब्रेट लाइफ विथ महाराजा फाइव एट Bringing diamonds to life. Looking for fresh homemade spices? Chandrika Masala is the place. Chandrika Masala Retail Outlet at Factory Location, 13220 Morphy Road. Chandrika Masala, 100% homemade spices, attas and chutneys. 713-789-3088. Chandrikamasala.com. 713-789-3088. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Hello, everybody. We are back again, and we're still waiting on the disappearing Mr. Tony the Busby. Elusive Mr. El Busby. <laughs> the elusive Tony Busby. Mr. He's not T creating a buzz on our <laughs> right. radio. He was supposed to be here for the. He was the first guest of the hour of the of the segment. And uh, unfortunately, I guess he's caught up in the heat of the moment, and he's at a rally someplace. Uh, but it's well worth noting a few things about Tony Busby. Okay. It's the, the New York Times has described Tony Busby as one of the most successful lawyers in the country. He is also... You almost said liars. Well, no, <laughs> that, was, that was a slip of the tongue. <laughs> I, I've actually, I met... A Freudian slip. I met Tony uh, when he was running for uh, mayor yeah, last yeah, time. Yeah. And in 2019, we did a story on him. So yeah. I went and saw him in his office in the uh, Chase Morgan, uh, Morgan Chase Bank building, whatever, it's okay. 75th floor or something like that. And he's a very, very likable guy, you know, mm -hmm. very charming guy and so on. But, of course, uh, he had many, many ideas. He was not able to swing the, vote, the voters in his direction back then. And Sylvester Turner won. So I, I, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm misstating that. It was 2015. 
because Sylvester's been in the office eight years. Right. Mm -hmm. But y have you noticed uh, Sylvester Turner has not uh, given his support to anybody yet? Yeah, maybe the last moment th mm. type thing. You know, uh, uh, you mentioned that Hillary is in town, Hillary Clinton and Lena Hidalgo, and they're giving their support to Sheila Jackson Lee. Yeah. But but a lot, a lot of people have supported uh, uh, Whitmire. Yes, and uh, you know, I got a flyer uh, that said uh, MAGA Republicans support Whitmire. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh my and God. it may be from the Jackson Lee Lee Ca Jackson camp. camp. Yeah. Jackson <laughs> Lee camp. I'm not sure. I was listening to NPR yesterday and they're saying no one can touch her. She has her own group, you know, of followers who will. Yeah. So you not think budge. she'll be able because to. Because they were talking, they were saying some negative things about her, but yeah, then. Yeah. then yeah. And you well, probably no. know what it is. No, so but we, you, we don't want to. We don't want to mention did you hear We, the we the don't want to go there. Clip? No, no, we don't want to go there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so anyway, so you were talking about Busby. But I, I also wanted to mention something since we were talking about MAGA. When I was in uh, Orlando two days ago, and then uh, prior to that, yeah, I was in uh, uh, St. Petersburg. Oh, DeSantis country. D well, it, yeah, we, you would think, but there was a huge poster about 100 feet long. Uh -huh. When you're driving on the freeway, you're going so fast, you know, you have to have a very long poster of Tr Donald Trump pointing his finger at you as you're driving with the free and says 2024. Oh, okay. Wow. So, so Republican country, Trump country down in southern and central yeah. Florida. So not DeSantis country. <laughs> you mean Ron insan Insanity. <laughs> Insantis country. <laughs> Ron Insanity. So uh, Texas Monthly also said about Tony Busby, he has made his name going after corporations and he usually wins big. Mm-hmm. All right, that must be him. So yeah, it we'll could be. Yeah. So it would be interesting to talk to Tony and yes. talk about his uh, legal career and mm -hmm. also um, oh, this may see be what he has to say about the mayor's race. That's Sheila Jackson Lee's uh, call, I think. All right. Okay. Maybe uh, she's already called and I can know. So there's another call. All right. Okay, yeah, so you were saying? <laughs> well, I was talking about how it would be interesting to talk to uh, Tony Busby, uh, not just about his mayoral race, but also his legal career. Yes. And uh, he Absolutely. did something that I c didn't think could happen. He w was able to exonerate uh, uh, Ken Paxton. Yeah, exactly. That was, I think, Huge. an amazing feat. It is. Yeah, it was an amazing feat, all right, and he actually, from the get-go, said there was nothing there behind it. But don't forget, the Senate was stacked. Yeah, it was all all the Republicans voting in the same line, seventeen of them. So they could have just uh, Tony Busby could have just read from the phone book, and he would have been exonerated. Yeah, actually, that's it, because the Lieutenant Governor Patrick. He made it. He he already admitted up front that that there was no case here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he said out flat. So, not to be believed. There was a case, but they didn't want to recognize it. Correct, correct. Yeah. They didn't want to do anything about it. Uh, so, actually, uh, one other thing I wanted to talk about Tony Busby, who we are, we are, we're missing not having him on the show. He was supposed to be here on the show, but apparently he's busy with a rally somewhere. And he probably got uh, caught up in the moment and forgot to call us. But the New York Times, he was on the on the um, 
he was on the cover of, of the New York Times magazine. In 2015, he was named Attorney of the Year by the Texas lawyers due to winning eight cases in a single year. But mm. the New York Times described Tony Busby as a big, mean, ambitious, tenacious, fire-breathing Texas trial lawyer. <laughs> that he is. I think the only one who can compete with him is Jim Adler. <laughs> yeah, <the> probably. <laughs> with the hammer. Yes. Yeah. Now, it's, it goes on to say he's really big. He's poster boy big. So we are really... Uh, his background is in the Marines. Yeah. We're really disappointed that we couldn't have him with us. Mm. We are, on the other hand, we do, are, do have our next guest with us. And since we're waiting, uh, we've run out of time for Mr. Busby. We're going to go on to the next guest, which is Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee. And she's, uh, she's on hold. Uh, would you like to do the introduction? Sure. So Sheila Jackson Lee is an American lawyer and politician who is the U.S. representative for Texas's 18th Congressional District, having served since 1995. The district includes most of central Houston. She She's a member of the Democratic Party and served as an at-large member of the Houston City Council before being elected to the House. On March 27, 2023, Jackson Lee announced she was running for mayor of Houston in the 2023 election. She was born in Queens, New York, her father, Ezra, was a comic book artist and the son of Jamaican immigrants. Her mother, Ivalita, was a nurse and came to New York at an early age from her birthplace of St. Petersburg, Florida. Jackson Lee graduated from Jamaica High School in Queens. She earned a BA in political science from Yale University in 1972 and a JD from the University of Virginia School of Law in 1975. She's a member of the Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority. She's married to Elvin Lee and has two children. Jackson Lee made three unsuccessful attempts at local judgeships before, becoming, um, before being appointed as a Houston municipal judge from 1987 to 1990 by the then mayor of Houston, Kathy Whitmire. In 1989, Jackson Lee won the at-large position for a seat on the Houston City Council serving until 1994. On the city council, she helped pass a safety ordinance that required parents to keep their guns away from children. She also worked for expanded summer hours at city parks and recreation centers as a way to combat gang violence. In 1994, Jackson Lee challenged four-term incumbent U.S. Representative Craig Washington in the Democratic primary and defeated Washington 63 to 37%. In the general election, she defeated Republican nominee Jerry Burley, 73 to 24%. Since then, Jackson Lee has never been seriously challenged in her re-election runs, having been re-elected with at least 75% of the vote in every election. Welcome to our uh, show, uh, Senator. No, no, you mean Congresswoman. Congresswoman, sorry. I mean, that would be a massive jump. Right, right. Miss Lee, so good to have you with us. My pleasure to be with you today. Thank you so much. We, we had you on our show last week for a very short period of time. Unfortunately, that didn't do justice to everything that we want to hear about you and from you about. So uh, we have also with us Sohail Hassan. Sohail, uh, would you like to say a few words? Yes, absolutely. Good afternoon to everyone. And uh, it's my pleasure to be here with you and to talk about how Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee 
is going to be the next best mayor for the city of Houston. Sohail? Thank you so very much. Thank you for your presence. Right, right. Sohail, can you still hear us? Yes, I can. I hear you now, yes. Okay, oh, right. Well, uh, thank you for making that introduction. We, uh, I, right from the get-go, Ms. Lee, I just wanted to say that uh, the Indian community, the South Asian community, is very, very uh, beholden to you for, for coming to our events, to for keeping us in your mind and, and sharing a lot of uh, uh, moments with us. And they have a really soft spot for you. So uh, I think uh, we would certainly be uh, honored and and we would welcome you being in this position if you win the mayorship, as we hope we, you do. Well, I am very glad to have this opportunity to speak to the South Asian community. It is a mighty powerful, culturally diverse community, along with a powerful economic engine for this city. And let me just say this. Um, it is difficult to um, obtain all of what I have done, and the introducer did a wonderful job. But I had major responsibilities as a member of the Houston City Council. I was an at-large member. And when I left the Houston City Council, I had, ac had accumulated in that last election the largest number of votes from those who voted in that last city election. I was very proud of that because I had a portfolio that was responsive to all the citizens of Houston. I was a big believer in greening Houston, big believer in planting trees. I was the chair of the Human Relations Committee appointed by Mayor Whitmire. Uh, which allowed me to help design the single-member districts to get more representation. I was a strong supporter for the Houston Police Department, strong advocate for city workers. I was a go-to person for city workers. I did something very emotional along with Councilmember Ben Reyes. We are the first members who put up the MIA flag in front of the city hall, which is still standing today. Oh. It was not an MIA flag. And oh. I have one in front of my congressional office, which is to acknowledge all of those brave souls, wherever battle they've been, that are missing in action. Yeah. So yeah. I was a council member of substance that was very strong on the budget and funding, uh, and I was committed to President Clinton's midnight basketball. That's why we were talking about later hours. We were having a gang problem that is certainly dwarfed compared to where we are today, but one of the solutions was to open the parks up at midnight, and it actually worked. Uh -huh. We had park personnel. I was even there at 11 and 12 o'clock at night. So that's that's the city. Uh, so I have a vast experience of being in city government already. And then on to be, um, even before city council, I was the deputy commissioner of um, agriculture in the state of Texas. So I have local, state, and federal. And in the federal Miss uh, Lee, if I could interrupt you real quick. Uh, at the moment, you right now, this is the season, the high, high holy days for us Hindus. Uh, we have, we're going to be celebrating Diwali very shortly. But I can't, oh, yeah. I can't help but think back at the first time I met you, you were in city council, and uh, you, had, you were a fresh uh, councilwoman, and you, <laughs> you had just uh, gone to the Hare Krishna temple, the, the ISKCON temple on, uh, on West 43rd Street, I think, Ella Boulevard. Yes. And you had, yes. you had arrived there for, for the midnight celebrations, and I ran into you, and you, you, you and I talked for a minute, and you said, How, what do we do from this, from this point on? So I guided you through. So I, I was really, uh, every time I think about you, that memory comes back to me. But it was a really nice gesture that you came there. And you've actually attended a lot of our events as, after that that I, that I know of. You know, it's, 
Let me just put it this way. It's a little hard to get through to your office to get you to schedule, to be scheduled to come to events because there's so much pressure on your time to go places. But when you do, you make yeah. a very, very uh, deep impression. Well, you described it well. We have the greatest intention, but my office gets so much, and they are really stifled by my being in Washington. So don't think uh, it is not because we are not wanting to go, but we get it, and we're in Washington. They don't know if I'm going to be coming home, just like this boat on the speaker's mm -hmm. uh, uh, confusion, collapse, calamity. Um, we had to stay in days that we were supposed to be in our district. So can't imagine getting scheduled and having to call people and say she can't be here, she's in Washington, uh, we've got the Republican Chaos Conference, and we couldn't get anything done. But let me say this, I had a wonderful time, and I visited those. Uh, I'm very honored to say to you that when I went to India, and I've gone to India many times, mm -hmm. uh, Bangladesh, Pakistan, I've gone to India many times, I visited, and I've had the wonderful time of going in, even watching uh, a service. I can't um, tell you what a wonderful experience that we've had in just uh, being so much a part of the culture in many parts of India. Uh, and I will know for sure uh, that you will find me as mayor. We'll have that schedule where I'll be able to come. And I know you're coming to the season. I'm looking to um, get some information about uh, where I can be this week. We're partly in Washington, but if I can be there, I would look forward to doing so. And I know there's uh, Judge Sanderfield is having uh, something wonderful that I look forward to going to as well. Right. But let me say this. Um, that is a special moment. I love those moments. As your mayor, um, let's be very clear. I've had enough executive experience. I've chaired any number of committees. My opposition are limited in their experience. Somebody talks about having chaired one committee, been there 50 years. I've chaired many committees. I was the lead on the aviation committee. I was a champion of NASA when NASA was under attack. Look at NASA now. It's a place for your young people mm -hmm. to be able to go uh, to the moon and Mars. It's a place of new types of uh, technology. I'll be a mayor that promotes the science and technology of NASA and make it more part of the city than it's ever been. I chaired committees. That was the science committee. I've chaired any number of committees on the Judiciary Committee, including immigration, crime. I was head of the um, commerce, commerce uh, Committee on Judiciary, dealing with administrative law and antitrust, and, of course, on Homeland Security, the Border Committee, the Transportation Security Committee. I helped write the 9-11 uh, bill. So I have uh, been uh, at the forefront. And, and um, you've been a big... Talking about being a chief executive, and I will bring that to the city on crime, on health care, on, on crime, on health care, uh, on uh, greening, on economics, on jobs. You will see that in me as an executive, but I conclude and let you get a word in, as they say, <laughs> uh, by saying, I, I, will be, I will be a mayor of diversity. Right. We'll build on what our mayor has done, and I will open the doors of transparency, and we'll all lead this city, and it will be an international city and a destination city. You know, there's so many things in there that you said that I want to uh, touch on, well, well, but we'll have to come back to it after our commercial break. This is Indo-American News, folks, and you're we're talking to none other than Congressman Sheila Jackson Lee, who is, uh, uh, took the time to be with us this afternoon. So, but don't go away. We have much more to discuss with her, and we'll be right back after these messages.
listening to Masala Radio, 107.5 KGLK, HD4, Lake Jackson, and 98.7 FM, K254BZ, Fairbanks. Masala. Indo-American News Radio. India News. U.S. News. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. Masala Radio Houston Diwali Fest. Deities and demons. Free entry for Outdoor Vegetarian Street Foods Festival. Live chat, bao bhaji, alu tiki chole, samosa chat, live dosas, and Indian fusion. Friday, November 10th at Rise Rooftop Music Hall Midtown. Featuring Manpreet Tour. DJ Amsal. 6 to 9 p.m. Bazaar and Food Festival. Open to all ages. 10 to 2 Diwali celebration and party. Fashion show. Dance performances. Live singers. And party. 18 and over. Tickets starting from $10. Available on Eventbrite and HoustonDiwali.com. Amerajuve announces October specials. Revamp your look. Stop thinking razor. Start thinking laser. Full body laser hair removal with unlimited treatments for one year. $2,100 with lifetime warranty. Microneedling, three for $750. Lip fillers, $500. Valid until October 31st. Call Amerajuve, 713-960-6262 or visit Amerajuve.com. Amerajuve, look good, feel good. If you think you're keeping up with the news, tell us what you know. Get on the Indo-American News Radio Quiz Show. I think I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio in the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today. News at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 90. 8.7 FM every Saturday 3 to 6 PM with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, folks. We're talking to Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee, the mayoral hopeful for this time around this election cycle, which is uh, going to be decided on Tuesday, November the 7th. Uh, Ms. Lee has been with us for the last uh, 10, 15 minutes, and we have much more to discuss with her. Uh, by, the way, by the way, Ms. Lee, there's something I wanted to mention to you. Can you still hear me? I can. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, my son works for the State Department. And uh, many oh, cool. and years ago, or two years ago, he was in Burkina Faso. And you visited Burkina Faso. Yes. And, oh, my goodness. I'm... And, and guess what? He, he has a picture with you that he sent me. But, uh, and I said, well, did you tell him that I, you know, we're related? He, and he was too bashful to tell you that. But now I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I was proud of your son. These young people are outstanding on foreign 
uh, service. They are our faith. They tell the world who we are, that we are many people, and out of many people come one. That's right. what Americans are. Right, about. absolutely. And, it. of course, that was just it. before COVID, and then after COVID they had to evacuate the the country. Um, one, I, a couple of things you mentioned here. Well, tell your son to vote for me now. He's absentee voting wherever he is. I, I will certainly do that, ma'am. Uh, one of the things you mentioned was uh, how to put Houston on the map as a, uh, in, figuratively speaking. In, as an international city. As an international city. Yeah, and, you know, I, I, I've often uh, uh, touched on this item with, with Mayor Lee Brown, with Mayor White, with Mayor Turner, with and uh, we haven't had any any traction on this, but you know, it, the city of Paris is is defined by the Eiffel Tower or the Champs Elysees. Uh, yeah. Rome is defined by yeah. the Colosseum, uh, and 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 the, London is defined by Big Ben and the Parliament. We don't have anything like this that that defines us as a big city, big international city. And I've been after people to say. For God's sake, let's all get together and come up with some some sort of competition that that would help us to develop an edifice or something like this. And would you be uh, willing to go and and uh, promote this idea? Absolutely. You know, as I'm being interviewed by you, I'm coming all the way from the Cypress area. Uh -huh. Our city is huge. Right. And so, you know, I have seen the breadth and depth of this city even as I was a congresswoman, because I was not limited to the boundaries of my district. I went where people asked me to come. Mm -hmm. But now I'm riding on all the freeways, all the uh, bridges or um, overpass, underpass, and I'm seeing the vastness of this city. Mm -hmm. And I made a commitment as I uh, accepted the call to run for mayor that this would be an administration that listens to people, uh, that would listen to the neighborhoods, the civic uh, associations, and you raise a very good point. And remember now, I'm building my campaign mm -hmm. on the fact that this is an international destination. It's an international city. It's a destination city. Right. So at the early part of our life, remember now, they considered the Astrodome right. as our centerpiece. Right. Right. And because it was supposed to be the eighth wonder in the world. And remember, for many years, we used that, the eighth wonder in the world. But the new generation doesn't know that. Right. Um, but everybody through the ages knows the Alpha, Eiffel Tower and the Big Ben uh, and many of the other um, outstanding uh, assets that other cities have. We are no less. You know, the New York is known for the Empire State Building. Correct. Uh, even before the World Trade Towers. So I would absolutely say yes, and I would put it out to the city um, and the community and the brilliance of our uh, residents, and let's see what we might design as the centerpiece Correct. of what we all represent here in Houston. Yes. Actually, there, there is one, edi one edifice that's right in front of the Museum of Fine Arts, and it has an Indian imprint on it. It's... Uh, the Bean. The Bean. The Bean is designed by, wow. by the Indian artist uh, uh, Kapoor. Right. And Anish Kapoor. Anish Kapoor. He's the same one who did the, the bean in Chicago, which draws in millions of people every year. So we but do we already... need something even bigger. Yeah, right? absolutely. And, and, and I, I, tell, I tell you what, the international community in this city would follow you if you came up with that and, and took the baton and led the charge. Because we want something significant for the city. Absolutely. Uh, Changing your... Uh, uh, outstanding. That, yes, let me listen to you. Go ahead. 
No, I, I had a, a totally different question. You can finish. So, Congresswoman, I can uh, hear you. Okay, Congresswoman, I had a question. Uh, you know, mm. with the HISD takeover by the TEA, it's you know quite in a bad shape right now. So, would you have any say or control over you know uh, what happens there? Yeah. Well, you know, we are not um, like uh, Chicago, where the mayor, which would have been the preference, actually helps run the school district, and with advisors and educational experts. Um, could turn this um, district around. But let me be very clear. This was a state takeover that did not need to happen, and I was against it from the very beginning. I have gone to almost every graduation for the time that I was on council to all of my high schools, and I've seen brilliant young people, people who have strived in the last days to make the grade, if you will. Yes, we need more investment on reading teachers. We need more uh, investment on our special needs children, on children suffering from uh, that have autism and other uh, challenges, uh, but those are brilliant children as well. And rather than take over the school because there were some faulty test scores, we should have invested to bring up those test scores. As a mayor, I plan to be an education mayor. People don't highlight the University of Houston, downtown, central campus, TASU, uh, St. Uh, Thomas, uh, Lone Star, San Jack, Houston Community College, uh, the uh, Houston Christian uh, College and other colleges. We are an academic rights university. I was just there uh, uh, last uh, evening, a couple of evenings ago, to see the brilliance there. And so I will be gathering educators together to see how we can pull HISD out of this unnecessary ditch uh, yeah. that it's in, the takeover. I'm sad that my opponent voted for the takeover. Mm. Should have been speaking up to saying, find another way to invest in our young people. Right. And the young people themselves, they felt the burden of the takeover. They asked me, and I was out there, and the teachers, did we do something wrong? Well, let me get on your radio uh, station and this great show. No, none of you did wrong. You are brilliant. You're great sellers. You're great scientists. You're great readers. You're great writers. Uh, you're future journalists and lawyers, doctors, nurses. Uh, your future presidents and Congress people, uh, your future business people, hear my voice, parents, uplift your students all the time. But I plan to be an education mayor and to be engaged and to be engaged with the state and also to work with my state legislators. I know all of them. I've been friends with all of them. I've given a lot of money to the state, to the city, to the county, and I'm very happy to have Judge Hidalgo's endorsement. The dean of the House, Representative Sempronia Thompson, both of us were together this morning giving out millions of dollars from the state and the federal government to one of Houston's new aquatic pool that is going to be Olympic-sized for everybody to participate. Well, that's the kind of leader I will be. Correct. That, that's, that's wonderful because that's, that's what the future holds. High-tech jobs, well-funded uh, education systems that allow people to get into different industries. Uh, AI is a huge uh, uh, component that's coming down the road. And do you, do you see that, uh, that during your administration in the next four years, there would be a, a, a gradual transition into high-tech fields that, that you could support, like ION is right now? 
Oh, let me. Do you? Uh, how many hours do you have? First of all, <laughs> I, um, I started talking about AI a long time ago. I'm excited about Ion, but let me tell you, they've got a sign up that says Ion District. I want to expand the Ion District, but I want to have little Ions throughout the city. Yeah. Connected to our major focus, I want to have this to be a city that welcomes new startups. The startup doesn't have to be right next door. I want the Ion District to grow, let it be large. But then if there is a district way out southwest or a small area or block or a couple of startups, we want them to be connected to the city and to our Ion District. Correct. Um, and to ensure that we have it might be uh, an ion center or a small center in northeast Houston. That is what we have to get done. And then as it relates to AI, I plan to have a special um, uh, staff person that's dedicated to technology. I want you all to know that my first act in Congress was to give $50,000 to the Houston Technology Center, HTC. No one even remembers it. It was right downtown next to the Mickey Leland Federal Building, and your congresswoman gave them $50,000 because I believe in technology 30 years ago, more than that. Wow. And I will continue to be a techie going forward. And the reason why I want to do so, because I want young people that graduate from our outstanding institutions to say, I'm not leaving Houston because Houston is popping and Houston has a tech career that I can participate in. That's what I want to see happening at the city of Houston. That's very encouraging because we really believe that that is the only way out in the future for, for all of us to grow. One of the other things that, that I, I feel like we, sh we need better uh, uh, growth in is healthcare for indigents and, and the like. Do you care to comment on that? Does the city have anything that they can do about this? Uh, yes, well, you know, the state is the one that is the culprit. Uh, and the state is the one that did not take the expanded Medicaid. And so um, we want to uh, continue to build on our community health clinics uh, where it's fee-for-service or free, depending on your income. Mm -hmm. And those were called federally qualified clinics. I think we can do a lot more. I was the one that spoke to President Bush in 2004 and said the state doesn't have enough of them. And he, he was saying he didn't know. And he went back, and we have, we have really grown on our federally qualified health clinics. We need to put more of them throughout the community so that people will have access throughout the city for health care, even without Medicaid. Right, because it's, it's growing so fast. And, and of course, there, there is, um, there, the, our Indian community has its own Indian Doctors Charity Clinic. Yes. Yes, yes, I'm familiar with it. We want to see those kinds of things grow. Right. And, yes, and that was a very positive. That's very positive, but they need a little bit more in the way of, of uh, funding. funding in order to make it more full-time. I think that would be an excellent choice if, if, if you were to go behind it. And listen, this, here's, here's the expertise that I bring. I'm sure that they can partnership with the health and human services from the federal government, and they provide those grants for specific type of services to culturally diverse communities. We're not getting all the federal funds that we need from the federal government. Okay. It won't be a miracle. It won't be overnight. But that clinic is probably right for a federal grant that would help them carry them through expanded service. And, and since so you, you have the, the things that I can bring, these right. are the things that we can help do. Uh, that would be great. You know, uh, uh, Miss Lee, uh, the last election uh, cycle, uh, there was a question on potholes. We had so many potholes. And uh, Mayor Turner won on the basis that he would take care of the potholes. But what has happened with the potholes is they're just uh, 
resurfaced small areas. So if you're traveling on that, you just get w go from one bump to another bump. Uh, so I think we need to resurface many of the streets, uh, like Eldridge, for example. Yeah, which you take all the time, promote. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well you, you want me to be a fiscally responsible mayor. We've got to have a structurally balanced budget. Right. What I will say to you is that you are absolutely right. Um, we're in circumstances that we see this from Eldridge uh, to uh, Jensen Drive, and that's way away from you. Yes. And what we have to do is devise a, plot, a plan that lasts beyond mayors. Um, we got to look for the new technology um, product that makes our streets uh, stronger when that uh, product is resurfaced, when that street is resurfaced. I want to look for that. I sure. also want to take advantage of the uh, $1.7 trillion infrastructure dollars to see if we can send a plan and develop funding that would help us uh, not only um, pave streets but fix potholes because it's part of infrastructure. Correct. So there that are many ideas that we could do to get more resources because obviously people are concerned about crime and it's going to take some resources to deal with fighting crime along with uh, having special programs on violence intervention. And so we want to get make sure that we do it all, but we want people to have patience. To be, I want to be transparent, and I want them to also know uh, that um, uh, these dollars have to be uh, prioritized to be able to make sure that we serve all of the people of Houston and get all the basic services in. But you have to be creative. You have to have a vision. And working with the federal government is a great vision on some of our infrastructure work, and I look forward to doing that. And, and Ms. Lee, I just want to point out to all our listeners out there that Ms. Lee has a lot of, of course, so much experience dealing with the federal government mm -hmm. that being able to drive in some money from the feds in order to, to help build these programs that she, she's mentioned and others would be fairly easy for someone who's had yeah, that, that side of experience. Yeah, that would be great. That makes a big difference. I look forward to, to, uh, to again, having a conversation with you, Ms. Lee, after you become mayor. And hopefully we can, we can share in this vision, this vision for something that, that signifies Houston to the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. Because we, there, there are hundreds, of, literally thousands of people here from all over the world. Thousands of restaurants. I've, I've learned people say that in Houston it's so diverse in restaurants. It just goes to show the length and breadth of our community throughout and what we can offer. So we want to be tapped in for the, something like that. I'm enormously excited about the opportunity, and certainly I want to congratulate you on a very fine uh, information show, news information show, and I want to leave you by saying a greatest asset for Houston is her people, and we are blessed with such a range of diversity in uh, people, in talent, in economic opportunities or economic contributions, uh, and as well, ideas. I want to be the mayor of the future for, uh, with a vision, uh, a mayor that's transparent, a mayor that you can trust, a mayor that you know cares. And yes, let me say to you, I want to be the change that you can believe in. Well, thank you so, so much, Ms. Lee. Um, once again, we've been talking to Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee, who's running for mayor of the city of Houston, and she deserves a, a fine look at, at, at being chosen by all of you out there. We certainly look forward to having her as a mayor and to deal with us as we go forward. Once again, look, good luck to you, Ms. Lee. Yeah, yes, thank good you. Luck. We really appreciate you making the time for us. Oh, absolutely. And remember, this is early vote. It's until November 3rd. Vote, vote, vote in the... Uh, you can vote on today, Saturday. You can vote tomorrow and Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I think, all the way up to the 3rd. 
And then, of course, it's 7 to 7 during the week. And please do the ballot carefully. Don't rush in and rush out. The mayor and city elections are further down. And when you get to the mayor, you have to press the button more to get to Sweet 16 Me. Okay. okay. <laughs> Thanks Thank for you so much. That for us. Okay. Thank you very much. Good All right. Know. Take, take care. Right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Time for a commercial break, Jawahar. It is time for a commercial break. And, folks, we'll be right back. News Radio. Relationships, you know, they're like food. Unka bhi khayal na rakha jaye, to wo bhi kabhi kadwe, to kabhi khatte ho jate hain. Lekin, agar zara si mithas dal di jaye, to dur huye log bhi nazdik a jate hain. To fir aap kisi ke ghar khali haath kiyo jate hain? Ab se mat karna ye mistake. Do not forget to take cookies or cakes. Hot breads, the baked with love cookies and cakes. 5700 Hillcroft, 713-785-1212. If you think you're keeping up with the news, tell us what you know. Get on the Indo-American News Radio Quiz Show. I think I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio in the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today. News at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 98.7 FM every Saturday, 3 to 6. PM with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. We're back again now, folks, with our third and last guest for this uh, this afternoon, and none other than Mr. George Willey. Pramod, do you want to introduce him? Yes, certainly. I'm honored to introduce George Willey. He's the founder and principal of Willey, Nanayakara, and Associates. See how easily I said Nanayakara. <laughs> <laughs> Over the last 30 years, George has built the Houston and Atlanta-based law firm from a single attorney practice to a bustling five-attorney firm. George has been a leading member of Houston society and has been particularly involved in the local South Asian community. He received his BA with double honors in political science and philosophy from McMaster University in Canada and Doctorate of Jurisprudence from the South Texas College of Law. George is considered to be one of the top immigration lawyers in the United States. He combines a thorough knowledge of immigration law with a unique perspective. His personal mission is to make immigration equitable for everyone, and he has a reputation for solving complex legal issues with creative solutions drawn from his early exposure to a variety of disciplines. George has served on several boards and is invited to speak at several important forums. He's married to Shanti and has two daughters and has a granddaughter. Welcome, George. George, are you there, sir? Mr. Billy? Mr. Billy, sir? <laughs> he may have dropped George? 
George, can you hear us? I'm not sure what happened. Okay, we'll have to call him back, I guess. George, are you there? Hello? Yeah. Uh, Hello? No, he's not there. One of the things that George does is uh, he's connected no to the Democratic Party and uh, he has served on many communities, uh, uh, forums uh, with the Democrats uh, when they're in power and uh, he has visited the White House uh, several and times, the yeah. House many times and has um, worked on immigration issues that are of importance to the Indian and South Asian community. Yes. All right. So I think we have him now on the line. Oh. Yeah, George, are you there? George, are you there? Line two. George, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi. <laughs> he says so calmly. He says it so calmly. This is why he's such a great uh, attorney. So right. calm. And he's used to uh, radio hosts who don't punch, punch the right button. No, no, the button was punched. <laughs> no, it came on. No, no, it now. now, but previously it was punched. All okay. the buttons were punched. Yeah, somehow okay, okay. he had dropped off. Anyway. So. Okay, welcome to the show, George. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I'm here. We, we really <laughs> love having you on our show, as you know. Sanchali says that with all due uh, respect, not respect, affection. Yes, and respect. Oh, oh well, that's, <laughs> a, that's a better word than respect. <laughs> 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 so, George, uh, it's been a while since we spoke with you. It's been a, about a month. Yes. Uh, and and since that time, uh, things have been changing in the immigration stratosphere, right? So what, what kind of changes are to be expected? Because we're talking about EB1A, and I think we touched on this once before. We, we have, we have. But before I get to that, I just wanted to give you a quick update on a couple of things that changed that might be of interest to uh, the listenership here. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, H1B, uh, as you know, you know, there are about 580,000 folk in the United States with H1B. And 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 a and a good number of them, I w I'm dare to say about well over eighty percent of them are from India. Okay, and uh, and and so it affects uh, H1B affects uh, the Indian community quite a bit. Certainly. So recently, uh, you know, they changed the rules on how you enter the lottery. Uh huh. You remember. You know the H-1B is now set for lottery. Correct. And 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 what happened was there were some people who were gaming the system, because you know lottery is a, is a, is, a, is a probability game, right? Yes. So what they did, some of these guys, what uh, what they did was, they had multiple employers file for the same guy. Oh, okay. Okay. So guess what? His chances are getting higher and higher. Right, uh, each was, as each employer adds the name. So but some of these employers are questionable employers. That should not You're be not allowed, though, now. right, George? I mean, how can that be allowed? But that's what's been fixed. <laughs> well, that's a, so they made a little change in the system of how to enter the lottery. They simplified it, and guess what? As soon as they simplified it, the uh, the system 
they figured out there would be a way to game the system. So uh-huh. that's what happened. Okay. So they game the system. You know, you, you know, leave it to our guys, right? They figure it out. By yeah. hook or by crook. <laughs> <laughs> so they game so, the system. Again. Right. So they game the system and it, it became a problem. Uh, so now they have, uh, they, they, are, they, are, they are now uh, proposing some rules. Uh, and uh, under these rules, uh, some of these gaming issues are probably not going to happen again. Because they're only going to allow one application for one, uh, yeah, yeah, for one right. employee. Right. I see, I see. It's terrible because <coughs> genuinely, genuinely, there were times when a, a really a good expert, right, um, multiple employers would have been interested in him, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so so in, in this case, um, you know, uh, and, and therefore the guy, rightfully, there it's, it's 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 the law of nature where you know more you the 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 more skills you have, more people get interested in you. This is pure market uh, uh, system, right? Mm-hmm. So so in that case, uh, you know, the, the multiple employers bid for you, and one of them got you. Uh-huh. So right it's, now it's, you can't do that. It's, it's only one. You can you as a beneficiary. There can only be one employer. So this was they were doing a draft. Yeah. They, were, they were doing yeah. a draft pick. Yeah, I I don't think that's a good thing. But but because these guys were gaming the system, the USCI has changed the rules. So that's one bad thing that had happened because of this. The second thing is there's this <clears throat> certain you know uh, one thing I. Uh, observed about the Biden administration in the recent years is that they are beginning to respond to the shortage of employment employee employees in, this, in our oh, economy right, right? Um, that's you know as we all know we go to restaurants we're waiting longer than we used to um, the um, the bus boy is not cleaning the table right 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But on, on that subject, actually, Pramod opened up his newscast, this news roundup today, with the with a story about how people are just fleeing India to come a, across the great yeah. ocean to be working somewhere else. Yeah, especially yeah, in North yeah, America yeah, and uh, uh, Europe. You know, India, India is a tale of two, 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 two sides, right? Two cities. Yes. One side seems to be speeding up. Uh, economic uh, on the on the economic side, you know, almost you know, uh, gaining parity with China uh, or, or one of these uh, emerging countries. On the other hand, there's the side of India which is which has not moved much. Yeah, know? absolutely. And, That's... And, 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 that, and that crowd is just yeah, I'm I'm seeing. I mean, people are desperate to come here. Right, but uh, I, George... I, sometimes you know because you hear about all of these wonderful things, you know, landing on the moon or the dust. With precision, uh, I mean, come on, you you can't beat that. You know, if you want uh, your image to go up, there's nothing good. And even you know, U.S. didn't land anything on the uh, on that. Nobody did. Yeah. Uh, Russia tried, crashed, right? That was a great achievement, certainly. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, absolutely. And we're, also, you know, it uh, happen in, in isolation. There, there has to be a infrastructure. There has to be. A government, there has to be all kinds of stuff. So those are the things that kind of, kind of, you know, allow you to judge a country with, right? 
Right. But then, on the other hand, there's another side, right? Uh, well, folks, the, the famous tale of two cities. Yeah, right? huge disparity. So that's so, what you're talking yeah, about. Exactly. Folks, yeah. we, in case you huge just tuned. Now, I don't know. I don't know how that that's going to be bridged. Uh, I, I mean, I you know, let, let's 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 give the devil its due. The, the 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 Modi government is 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 doing some fantastic work, right? Mm-hmm. At the same time, you know, some of these problems are much bigger than any government can do in eight ten years, right? Yes. But I think they're in the right direction. But anyway, the point is, people are desperately desperate to come here. And now, when and when they come here, they need a good immigration attorney, and for that you need to you attorney. need to turn to George <laughs> Willie. Who also who also fled his country to come here. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> you should turn to Mr. George Willie, who we're talking to right now. He's an eminent immigration attorney, and his number is two eight one two six five two five two two. I'll repeat two eight one two six five two five two two. And George knows the immigration business inside out. So, George, do you still want to touch on uh, promote? Do you have something that you want to talk about? Uh, huh? Well, uh, I also wanted to mention that uh, Ambassador Garcetti in um, New Delhi, uh, the Indian embassy is also being responsive to the flood of uh, people who want to come here, and I think they're being more responsive. They added more people, and I think uh, they've reduced the backlog quite a bit. Because India probably has the largest backlog, right, George? Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. And, 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 all, all, and all, all, the, all the immigration categories, India is the longest. Yeah. For instance, uh, I remember the last time I was on the show, I said the, the, the Cato Institute had done a, done a study, mm-hmm. and they said that an, uh, that an Indian national who filed for green card through the labor certification process right now can get his green card in 134 years. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> really quick. They'll be back in the next lifetime. Yeah. Uh, yeah, George, exactly. George, so, so they. So by so the so way, so because because Canada and India are in this row right now, and they're not yeah. letting people get visas easily. They've they've trimmed back the hours yeah. and so on. So is that That's does that mean? Row, wasn't it? Yeah. And does I that mean that more easy. people are now turning back to the U.S. Or Australia or New Zealand, because yeah. you had we had a, a an attorney who was wa- here with with us, Norman. What was his name? Norman Harun. Bur- Burhan. Burhan. Burhan Nomani. Burhan Nomani. You're right. He was yeah. with us. He was calling in from Canada. And you have you s- established that connection now? Oh yeah. Oh, the gentleman that talk, came on the show with me. Yes, 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 yes. yes. He's Norman. Yes, yes. Right. Not he was not Burhan. Well, no man is here, and he practices here in Houston. You're right. talking about the Canadian guy, yeah. Correct, correct. So you were setting up a, a joint uh, office Collaboration, with yeah. Yeah. So, so, so the H-1B, so, the, so they've also, while they're while they're trying to fix the the lottery issue, uh, they they are also kind of trying to <coughs> fine tune the H-1B process. You know, uh, the, the, you, you know, people who come here get their degrees and they're given an OPT, the optional, uh, optional practical training. Correct. Uh, for the year they can work for either one year or three years, depending on the kind of degrees they have. Mm-hmm. Now, there was a, uh, there's something called a stopgap, and, and because of that, sometimes the, there was, they fell short of a, a certain number of months, perhaps, and that sometimes, sometimes puts them in a very serious situation where 
they will be in 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 serious, uh, you know, status-wise, they could go out of status. So they fix that issue in the in the proposed rules. Now these are not final; these are proposed rules. Uh, they they have extended it till April, so that they can remain in status uh, while even if their OPTs have uh, expired, <clears throat> they'll continue to be allowed to work until October 1. And at October 1, if they have not got their H-1Bs, then they are going to be kicked out. Oh, that's very uh, good news. So there's a little fine-tuning on that. But it's nice to see the administration trying to handle this issue. But right now, you know, to tell you the truth, we are going to need a massive increase in the number of H-1B visas available. And why would you, you say know, that? Just because we lack, lack of expertise in certain areas? What's that? You're saying that's because there's lack of expertise and and people to work in certain areas? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, in the United States, uh, now, you know, the last time I looked at these numbers, uh, the 70% of those who are in STEM programs in the United States uh, and who are in the in the master's or PhD level, 70% of them are non, non-Native Americans. Oh, really? 70%? Okay. Wow. Yeah, that should tell you the story. Yeah, yeah none of Why the people here want to go into like further, uh, you know, graduate studies and stuff, so. Hello? Yeah, I was just saying that, you know, uh, students from here Mostly, they do not want to pursue any, you know, further graduate studies and MS so, and PhD programs. Yeah, most of grad students are all yeah. foreigners. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying the, the, this this issue is a, is, a, is a very serious one in in terms of you know the shortage is partly also not only the busboy at the restaurant, but at high levels. You know, although there was a widespread uh, as we all know, they 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 uh, there were layoffs, uh, you know, in in some of the larger companies like uh, Amazon, Microsoft, uh, Google, and all that. Mm -hmm. But they were very quickly absorbed. Yeah. Here. Yes. In the U.S. because of those skills. So what I'm saying is, if we don't have the skills, if our guys, uh, you know, in in our own native population, is not. Uh, going into these programs, you know, the masters and the and the PhDs uh, in in mathematics, in engineering, in in, in biology, in, in genetics, whatever they are, right? Mm -hmm. You cannot, you this country cannot sustain itself. So there's no replacement so, population going on, right? So exactly, most of the replacement is through immigration. We are needing, we are needing no, 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 both. You guys are engineers, you know. Uh, you, 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 you know, obviously, you know, your skills here mm -hmm. was de desperately needed. Right. And, 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 and so, you, so your progeny, your, 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 the people who are following you here, right? Yeah. Are now, if you, if you stop the flow, like all these right-wing folk want us to do, you know, we'll get strangled. Yes. You know, so immigration is no longer a... A, a, a some sort of a some sort of charity here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't, I, you know, I honestly, uh, this, the people have to get serious. Otherwise, we could get strangled. 
रिश्ते कैसे होने चाहिए रिश्ते होने चाहिए हीरो की तरह दिखने में छोटे लेकिन नूर इतना कि आपकी दिवाली चमका दे ऐसे अनमोल हीरे एक ही जगह मिलेंगे महाराजा ज्वेलर्स मे द लाइट ऑफ महाराजा डायमंड्स गाइड यू टूर्ड्स हैप्पीनेस एंड जॉय हैप्पी दिवाली 5821 हिलक्रॉफ्ट 7137845673 महाराजा ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड्स टू लाइफ वो कुछ कहती नहीं पर ये भी एक भाषा है हीरे की चमक हर नारी की अभिलाषा है हाँ तुम कीमती हो ये सुनने की आशा है तभी तो हर हीरे को महाराजा जूलर्स ने प्यार से तराशा है हम हीरों से रिश्ते बनाते हैं क्योंकि आपके रिश्ते की कीमत हम जानते हैं महाराजा डायमंड्स फाइव एट टू वन हिल क्राफ्ट सेवन वन थ्री सेवन एट फोर फाइव सिक्स सेवन थ्री महाराजा ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड्स टू लाइफ शादी की बारात निकलने वाली और फुल दो घंटे डांसिंग चलेगा लेकिन ये सारे वीडियोस शूट करने के लिए मेरी फोन की बैटरी चलेगी या नहीं शादी में फोन की बैटरी चले ना चले लेकिन शादी में महाराजा के हीरे हमेशा चलेंगे वो शादी ही क्या जिसमें महाराजा के हीरे ना हो सेलिब्रेट वेडिंग्स विद महाराजा फाइव एट टू वन हिल क्राफ्ट सेवन वन थ्री फोर एट जीरो सिक्स सेवन सेवन सिक्स ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड टू लाइफ Houston's hottest masala radio with my man Sunil T and the crazy masala crew. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, oh, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanjali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better every Saturday. Listen to Masala Radio, three to six p.m. Indo-American news. Welcome back, folks. We're talking to Mr. George Willey, who's uh, uh, talking about the different types of immigration uh, visas that are available and what people can do, and the needs in this country for more and more uh, expert uh, experts in different fields. Not only experts, but also apparently. You don't have to be a real expert in something, but you can be an exponent of different types of uh, artist artistry, like like instruments, being a a, a performer of some sort. Then that is where the E B one A visa comes in, right, George? Yeah. So one of the things that you know, it's interesting how 
you know, the the EB1 category that we're talking about, the EB1A is, of course, the extraordinary ability folk. Like you said, you know, people who are experts in not only just technical areas, but also music. I mean, you know, uh, uh, I don't know if I told you a story about uh, a flutist that I took uh, to an interview many, many years ago. I forgot his name, but uh, this guy trained under... The, oh, India is one of the great... Hari uh, Prasad Chaurasia, probably, name? yeah. What's his name? The, the, the famous, the, one of the great flutists of uh, India. What's his name? Hari Prasad Chaurasia. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he was a student of him, okay, my, the, my client. So uh, it's worth the repeat of the, of the story. So we go to the interview, and uh, there was this uh, officer, uh, I remember Joseph, uh, I knew him at the time. So uh, he, uh, he, he was interviewing him, and then, you know, he was telling him that, you know, he's an expert flutist and da 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 And then, um, so the officer said, where's your flute? Uh, he said, well, I have it in my car. So he said, go get, go get the flute. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he goes, he gets the flute, he comes up, and uh, so we are seated, and uh, so the officer says, so play something for me. I want to make sure that you're, a flu- you're an expert. So the moment he was told to, 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 to play the flute, he takes, he, 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 his personality changed. Hmm. He took charge of that, that, that area that he was in, right? Just like a flute is on stage, how they take charge of it, right? Uh-huh. Yes. And guess what? He took all the files on the table of the office and threw it on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Probably messed up the backlog for five years. <laughs> and, and you know, and, and that the, the, that little one that that's the timing. Well, I, I forgot what they call that. You know, the metronome. The click, click, click. Yeah, yeah. Right. Metronome. Yeah. 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 So, and then he, he placed that on the table, right? Yes, and, and he, he and he stood that. on the table himself. <laughs> yeah, and he now he that's his thing. Yeah, he just says, you you told me to play. Okay, I take over this space. Yeah. Uh huh. And did he play oh. really beautifully? He mesmerized the, the officer. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. And uh, you know, it's funny the officer understood. You know. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. He, he he starts playing. Okay. Now this is Indian flute, and you wonder, you know, how. Uh, you know, and all the rest. So suddenly, almost like uh, the, you know, the, uh, the, 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 the what, what's the guy who who led all these rats down in... Uh, Pied, in Piper, Pied Piper, uh, Pied Piper. Pied Piper of Hamlet, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, yeah, the Piper, yeah. So just like he, that, he starts playing, and all the officers left their, the, the left their officers around there and came towards this officer's uh, place. Oh, neat. And and they were listening, and he was just and he was oblivious to the audience. Huh? He was has, just lost how about in, that? Lost in his music. Okay. He finished playing. The officer looked at him and says, "Here's your passport." He said. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so yeah, so so look, I mean, I'm sure he's playing his flute somewhere here in the U.S. Um, but that's the kind of, you know, the expertise, right? We are bringing all these people. That's what makes our culture so rich. 
Mm-hmm. Because right now in this U.S., there's not one culture that's not represented, right? And then so, you know, you you see those come up. And India has so much to offer, right? I mean, our yeah, culture yes, is yes, an yes. old culture. And we yeah. offer so much. Not only do we offer... So, so what, what uh, George, we have maybe a couple of minutes left, but if one were to apply for EB1A visa, how long would it take for them to have their status changed? So the, the visa numbers have moved because of the number of EB1 uh, uh, visas that are being taken by Indians who cannot get their visas through EB2s and EB3s, so they're all moving to EB1s. But mainly on EB1, there are three three categories, EB1A, EB1, AB, EB1B, EB1C. Mm-hmm. Now, EB1A is what I was going to talk about, and that means these are people with extraordinary ability. Correct. There are 10 criteria that, that the government wants you to look at and show them that you at least qualify for three of them. Right. Okay. And if you did, you get your green card. Uh-huh. Okay. And these are guys who are, you know, mostly the guys who come with PhDs, master's degrees, and they have done some wonderful work here in the United States. And we do a lot of that, and you can see the number of variety of talent that comes to see us. Okay, right now we are working on a on on a, on a Bharatanatyam dancer. Okay, she's fantastic, and we, and we are we are about to present the case. We have now we just presented another case of a chef. This guy is unbelievable. His dessert, the way he makes the dessert, he mixes Ayurvedic principles. Where is the chef? I want to go see him. <laughs> I can't give you his name, but you probably have all... Is he in Houston? One of the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Houston, Houston, Houston. Ah. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I went... Uh, uh, you know, of course, I had to taste the food, right? So I went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> but uh, George, can you explain uh, quickly the one uh, B and one C? Yeah. So, so the EB one A is what I just talked about, extraordinary right. ability. Yeah. EB one B is extraordinary researcher. Oh, These are okay. guys who come here do some extraordinary stuff, research cancer, you know, whatever else they do. That's right. And the EB 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 one C. Transfer it. You transfer somebody from from a company outside the United States to come and work in a subsidiary here in the United States, oh, okay. or come to set up a subsidiary, I see. and they they can get a green card that way also. Oh, okay. So that's the EB one C. Yeah, I see. So uh-huh. that, those are the three EB one categories. And and are they easy, are the current status, or are they taking a long time to? So fall? unfortunately, just recently for India, the visa numbers went back. The reason for that, people who couldn't get their, you know, the 134-year problem, they moved moved to the EB1C category by creating subsidiaries outside and getting transferred. Now, that category has also gone back. Oh, my God. So so what are we looking at now, 200 years? (laughs) Fortunately, that's not gone so far. It went back to 2012, and it's, it's, it's returned to 2017. That's so good. that's not that's so nice. bad. About, about what six we're talking about six-year wait now. Yeah. Uh-huh. But six years. In six years, your extraordinary uh, ability might yeah. go yeah. down yeah, the tube. He'll be more extraordinary in six years, right? So, yeah. Right, yeah. Well, George, this this has been really fantastic talking to you. We strayed off the beaten path a little bit, but we learned a lot about uh, well, what you. it takes in order to 
to uh, to become a, a an immigrant as a, applicant here in the U.S. Yeah. And uh, the closing of the Canadian border has certainly put more pressure, I'm sure, on the U.S. Well, huh? Yeah, yep, 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 yep. I know, I know. Well, uh, apparently, it's a little dangerous to be a Gujarati in in Canada. Really? Why do you say that? <laughs> the six <laughs> because because of the prime minister's Gujarati, right? So they are kind of uh, upset with Gujarati. Oh, Modi being Gujarati, yeah. they're upset yeah, Gujarati. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's what yeah. I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, George, thank you once again for joining us. We Absolutely. really appreciate it. We always enjoy coming on your show. We're looking forward to joining you again next time. Certainly. And we certainly enjoy your being with us, too. So all the best. Have a good weekend. Thank Take you. Take care, George. Thank you, thank all right. Thank you. And, uh, you know, Pramod had shared a little tidbit about uh, golden passport. Mm -hmm. And Indians constitute 9.4% of global applicants. No, I, I missed that. What does a golden passport mean? Uh, through significant investments, remember? Or no. property you purchase. Can not only go to the U.S. but other countries. Oh, that you can yeah. you can buy your way into the right. Country. Exactly. exactly. I That's think Portugal has an excellent way of uh, getting mm -hmm. in without spending too much money. Really? Yeah. It's the, we are going and it's the revenge of the Indians against Vasco da Gama. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can say that. You can yeah. say that again. Talking well, we just have a few minutes left. We mm -hmm. already talked about cricket. So we could talk uh, a movies. little bit about movies. Yes. And uh, I think uh, Sanchali has one movie that she wants to mention. So there is one movie that's showing at the theater right now. It's called Sajni Shinde Ka Viral Video. Mm -hmm. So an investigator begins looking into a school teacher's disappearance and she discovers multiple suspects and a possibly explicit leaked video. So it's it like a crime thriller. Explicit? Yes. Indian <laughs> movie? <laughs> In it's a drama mystery, so I think it should be good. Yeah, and another movie, uh, you know, Kangana Ranaut, we haven't seen anything from her lately. Right. So she has come out with a movie called Tejas, and it's a little bit about the Air Force and also about women's empowerment. Mm -hmm. And Tejas is a story of an Indian Air Force fighter pilot who's on a daring mission to rescue a hostage from terrorists. The kidnap is also related to an impending attack on India. And this thriller draws inspiration from the milestone decision of 2016 when the Indian Air Force welcomed women into combat positions. And the uh, movie's protagonist is uh, Tejas Gill, uh, who uh, Kangana plays. Please. So it should be an interesting and then uh, there's this other movie based on the life of Mujibur Rahman. Yeah. So it's called Mujib, uh, The Making of a Nation. Yeah. And it's based on the life and times of the first president of Bangladesh, Bongobundu Sheikh Mujibur Rahman. And it is directed by none other than Sham Benegal. Yeah. He hasn't uh, directed in a long time. So right. And all the characters in this movie are being played by Bangladeshi actors and actresses. Oh, okay. So I remember the war so well. I was in Bombay, and I remember our parents, you know, blacking out right, all the windows yeah. and the sirens. And we used to listen to Bengali radio, and there used to be plays, you know, where they used to talk about the life of Mujibur Rahman. And so, but know. is Mujibur Rahman revered in Bangladesh? His, his daughter is the current uh, president. Right, but at one point Sheikh he Hasim. was actually thrown against the wall and thrown yeah, under the bus. So, right, but now I think uh, he's back in... Uh, in, in the good graces? Yes. Yes. 
of his daughter. Of right, <laughs> right, right, daughter. Right. And music is by Shantanu Moitro. So oh, okay, so that would be neat. All Bengalis. And uh, <laughs> coming to English movies, uh, there's a movie called Pain Hustlers, and it's actually on Netflix. And uh, the actors in the movie are Emily Blunt and Chris Evans. And this is about uh, the opioid crisis. So it's a, um, a, it's a thriller movie, crime movie, based on uh, the opioid crisis. So but the uh, uh, movie that everyone is talking about is uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. And uh, I have uh, seen the preview so many times. Yeah. We talked I about it last week. Oh, you already did. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And it, uh, did you see it, watch it yet? No, I haven't. I'm not very keen on it's seeing it. It's got some very good actors. It's got well, Leonardo, Leonardo Di- DiCaprio, DiCaprio, Robert De Niro. Exactly. Right, right. So it's so about sure uh, it's in the it's based in the 1920s and members of the Osage is that how you pronounce Osage, it yeah. Osage, Osage Native Osage, American yeah. tribe of Osage County Oklahoma but it just goes and, to show uh, another they found oil and how they murdered yeah, the, the yeah. white supremacists exactly. went out there to try exactly. to kill them right uh, and apparently it's a very long movie three oh, okay. three forty five yeah three yeah. hours and twenty six minutes right yep so that's kind of you don't want to take a bathroom break in between. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I in uh, one some of the theaters here now they are giving a break interval. Oh, okay. Really? So I was like much needed because in India all theaters give you uh, an interval break about right. 10 well, 15 minutes. Indian movies have become shorter in English right. movies are becoming but longer. 3 hours 26 minutes they definitely should give a bathroom break. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Shahrukh's movie Jawan was it's pretty still long, right? showing. It's still showing at the theater, believe it really? or not. Really? Is it yeah. any good? No, I hated it. Yeah, <laughs> but I thought Pramod liked it. Because no, I didn't say Jyoti that. Jyoti is a big fan of Shah Rukh Khan. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason. <laughs> Otherwise, I, the storylines are pretty horrible, bad. It's horrible, actually. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So, you know, Shah Rukh Khan fans you know, will get any, upset. Yeah, we have Britbox, and any crime thriller on Britbox is ten times better than any Desi movie these days. Right, right. I see. Well, we've got three minutes to go, and just before we go, I wanted to point out that next week we're going to have the quiz, and Sanchali will not be here. You will be flying off to your native homeland, to your new native city, mm-hmm. and uh, so we're looking for contestants. We're looking, and we will have Sh- Sridhar will be sitting in as a guest host at that time. Uh, so if you want to be part of the quiz, uh, then do call us at seven one three seven eight nine six three nine seven. Or email us at IndoAmericanNews at Yahoo.com. What's even better is if you form a group of three who can compete against each other. That yeah. would be pretty neat. Yeah. Right? That's what we've had. We've had people from the same organization come yeah. in Yeah, or compete. your temple or, you know. Right. Uh, we had people yeah. last week like that and the week before. Uh, so don't make me go out and hunt you down. <laughs> yeah. And we just wanted to mention uh, we attended an event, Pramod Jyoti and I. Yeah. It was uh, for Sonal Butcher yes. Elementary School. In Sugarland. Uh, which we just opened up. Just the dedication opened, was. Yes. And the dedication was last week. But yeah, yeah we had an, uh, uh, another gathering at Aling's restaurant. And, uh, yeah, you and know, Sonal Butcher, for those who may not know, uh, she served as the president of the uh, Fort Bend uh, ISD. ISD. Yes. And then she was quite active in the community. And, and uh, one of the things she was responsible for is, you know, that Gandhi... Uh, Eternal Gandhi Museum. Uh, no, 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 not no, that, no. but uh, you know, the Gandhi uh, Jayanti that they have... Uh, 
the uh, used to have it, points, Park. 10,000 points of light or whatever. Yeah, right, yes, Park. yes. At the she, she arranged to have it at the city hall. Yes. Right, so that right, was pretty correct. That, that happened once or twice, I yeah. think. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, guys, we're almost out of time. This is Indo-American News Radio, and when we come back to you next week, we'll have uh, some more guests. Hopefully, we might even have Tony Busbeam one more time. Who knows? <laughs> Not one more time, for the first time. For the yeah. first time. <laughs> yeah. So, we'll see you next week. Uh, this is Jawar saying see ya adios bye uh, sanchali and have a good trip bon thank voyage you. thank you so much we'll see you when i come back yes and you'll have to bring some have fun until then bengali sweets bengali sweets you'll have to bring in if you say Sandesh. bengali correctly then not bengali bengali, bengali uh, we will only say bengali <laughs> <laughs> all right guys Take Houston care. Sleeps. Bob's comes to life with food, drinks, and hookah.